It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Oh, Miss Rusty. What's up, everyone? It is Friday, whatever that means in your world but welcome to the podcast the public access podcast here on the quantum global broadcasting network qgbn i'm your host rusty diamond uh check out other great shows on the network such as when the gloves come off the thinking man's pro wrestling podcast this is it with lizzie and say by the Ben. and the show is brought to you by fred ben savage's buck stone reads productions hardcore entertainment hypnosis is great and sockemup.org and i just got a new little commercial so if you're listening to this on spotify or apple or iheart or google or amazon or any of that shit you got to hear the new commercial so let me know how you like it i i had some fun with that and you know it wasn't me uh like man shaggy like it wasn't me like shaggy i don't know if i just dated myself there but yeah, you guys, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to get into I'm going to get into our guest here, uh, right here, right now. We have Chuck. There hello, he is. Hello. Man, in the gazebo. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like it, man. It's, uh, it's a good spot yeah. there. I started on the bench, and uh, I was holding it, and I'm like, man, I got to get, I got to get somewhere because my wife had sent me a message. I'm halfway to the park here in Nina and she goes, Hey, did you forget your tripod? I was like, oh. yes. I, did. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know what I do without her, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the gazebo looked more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Having to hold your phone for an hour or so didn't seem like that was going to be yeah. too much, too much fun there. <laughs> Absolutely that, and as we were talking in pre-chat, for those who are wondering, where's all the beautiful aesthetics at? Um, we here in Nina had a pretty massive thunderstorm, uh, tornado-like, ripped a bunch of trees out, and ended up ripping the PVC pipe, the wiring right out of my house. And Whoa, I had we energies, <laughs> we energies show up, and hey man, we got to cut the power to your house at about six forty Central Time, so. Wow. Luckily, my landlord, wonderful, wonderful people. He is also an electrician, so he will be at nice. the house around 2 p.m. today central to fix my power. So hopefully I won't have to make a renter's insurance claim for the food in my fridge and freezer. <laughs> right. Hopefully not, man. Where did yeah. you say you were? So I, I reside in a little old town um, called Nina, uh, Wisconsin. And when I say little, um, I think we have about 31,000 people, so it, it's okay. kind of big, but we're part of the Fox cities just south of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Go Pack Go. Okay, all right. You're uh, right on, like near the, the lake then, uh, along the yeah, lake, yeah. kind of? Yeah, actually, my office this morning, I'll try not to give too many people motion sickness, um, <laughs> is a beautiful lake, Lake Winnebago. Yes. Um, oh, okay, yeah. It's down very carefully again. Try not to yeah. give people motion sickness. Did you ever see the documentary Winnebago Man? I have not. I'm a so, new Wisconsin resident, so this is okay. exciting. 
I have I have a buddy named Tito uh, who's a new Wisconsin resident. He lives somewhere around there as well. Uh, yeah. He's also got a a large beard and uh, moved there from <laughs> from Oregon. And um, yeah, man, I I really liked it over there. I lived in um, Minnesota for couple of years i lived over in um like where where the big stupid mall is i lived near that yeah um, yeah yeah mall of america <laughs> mall of america I lived, yeah like on the, on the, in that town and then i moved yeah. down to uh to austin minnesota which is about this south central uh minnesota is um like 15 minutes from the border of iowa yeah. and yeah, man, it, uh, it was cool. It's where they make spam. There's a spam museum there. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. It, we have a Yellowstone trip planned next year, and we'll be leaving from Hastings, Minnesota. But if you're telling me oh, that okay. there's a spam factory close, yeah. and yeah. I'm talking in a two-hour radius, I'm going to the spam factory. <laughs> yeah, do this. A whole fucking museum is free. Um, <laughs> they they take care of their people in that town. Like everyone who lives in that town. Um, Hormel uh, pays for um, any kid to go to two years of community college there uh, yeah. for free. And then, um, yeah, man, it was it was a trip living Holy over there. And then, crap. yeah, Iowa, like Iowa was something like I, I'm from Portland, Oregon, pretty much. And like, yeah. Just going like, I, I'm, why would I ever go to Iowa in my life? Like, what, <laughs> what the fuck am I gonna go to Iowa for? But man, I loved Iowa, and I was there yeah. during the uh, the time when everything was uh, a few yeah. years ago. Yeah. That that whole thing, Iowa was yeah. business as usual the whole time. Nothing shut really? down, no restrictions, no masks, no nothing. It was, um, wow. but I really liked it down there, man. I was so close to like yeah. buying property and a house and like uh i was gonna buy a warehouse as well and like it would have been cheaper than you know anything else like you could have yeah stuff man it was i mean i'm 35 years old and you're probably the first person i've ever talked to in my life who who Right. seriously considered iowa as a location not right. anything against iowa i mean you know yeah but Ooh. Who would have fucking yeah. thought? Yeah, Who thought? Like, oh, yeah, fucking mm. Iowa. What what Isn't brought you the... out to? Oh, go ahead. No, go, no, I, I just I'm thinking off on a random thing. Um, oh, that, that's what this is. Crazy, crazy life story. Um, a bunch of a bunch of mistakes led me led me to the most wonderful person of my life. Uh, my wife, my, my Rachel. And her and I were living in a small little town up in the UP, Manistique, Michigan. And oh, enough, okay. right. enough became yeah. enough. Um, without getting into too much random detail and a really boring story, what, what it ultimately led to was her and I packing up our two dogs in a 2014 Ford Escape and leaving our crazy ass landlord and heading into we have no idea it was it was a sailboat we just got in the car and drove until we needed gas and it was close to her dad's birthday so we stopped in the appleton area for a week to celebrate his birthday and so we started driving a little bit further south after that and we were 
we were actually headed to Iowa. <laughs> I swear to God, we had Iowa City on the GPS. And as I'm driving by, I read a road sign and it said, Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. And I'm like, what? Oh. There's a place called Beaver Dam? I'm like, no way. We've got to stop and check this out. Yeah. So I, Rachel's like, hell yeah. So we stopped and it was this gorgeous little spot. I say little spot, but apparently Ric Flair went to private school in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. Oh, and it's okay. all, all right. over this 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 little city. And I again I say little city, I think it's like 20 some thousand people, 25, 18 yeah. to 25,000. But uh oh, so we ended up we ended up finding this hotel that and it's got to be one of the only hotels in Wisconsin that would let us stay for longer than a week with two dogs. And this became super significant in the scenario because we couldn't find a place to live with two dogs. We had two, we have two medium-sized dogs. We have a plot hound, a Carolina plot hound and an English shepherd. And the plot hound is, was the run to the family. So she didn't get to go out bear and boar hunting like the others, but she, she became one hell of a family dog. She, I, I watched her not to get too far off topic, but a, a bird was messing with her. And she yeah. was, she was in the backyard and she sat down and I watched her jump up 10 feet in the air, grab this bird out of the air on its final swoop, fall on her four feet, bite down, spit the bird, look at me and go inside. And I'm like, yeah, that's what that bird gets. I'm, I don't know what else to tell you. Welcome to nature. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah I, thank you for doing that for me. Yeah, I appreciate you. So there was so there was this comfort inn in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. Great staff, great people, and it was really awesomely located. But now we've got two dogs and we can't find a place to live. So we've been in this hotel now for three and a half months. It's three thousand ish dollars, thirty two hundred dollars a month for me and her and the two dogs to live in a hotel without a refrigerator and a kitchen, because it would be awesome to get a kitchenette one, but we got these two medium-sized dogs and nobody wants to see them for longer than a week. And we're living off my military retirement, which doesn't allow for a vehicle payment inside of this $3,200 a month. So I have to voluntarily repo my vehicle in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. So now it's her and I in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, with two dogs in a hotel room and everywhere we call tells us, no, you have two medium-sized dogs. We could have 185 cats. I'm telling you, we could have 185 cats. I wish I was exaggerating. Or one tiny ass dog, but not two dogs. I mean, oh, we went to 40 different interviews that all ended up telling us no, because we have the two dogs until the 41st interview on a Sunday. And the only reason we got the place was because we had two dogs. And oh, shit. that Monday morning, when I drove the 45 minutes back to Beaver Dam from Nina, that Monday morning, they came and picked up the vehicle for the repo. So then, so then it was another month and a half before we were able to move in. And it was lucky we were an hour and a half away from her parents. We were moving 30 minutes away from her parents. So they all came down, picked us up out of the hotel on the ride up. That's when I asked her dad um, it, for his daughter's hand in marriage. Cause I figured if this woman lasts three to four months in a hotel with my stinky ass, 
And these two wonderful ass dogs, I said, I can't get rid of her. There's nothing. I, there, there ain't nobody who's going to do better for me. I don't care. If you out there, you're not because she's our, I already got her. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's fucking awesome. But, um, yeah. I mean, it's just a crazy universe of, and it was just, you know, keep your head up and just keep, keep going. You're changing your environment, which I am huge on. Right. Like what you, I just saw a video the other day. You can get a bottle of water at a grocery store for 50 cents. You can get a bottle of water at a movie theater for $7. Your environment creates your worth, not, you know, so like get out there and change your environment if you need to. So fucking, I, I waste my time on a pack of gum. I'm going different States. I'm out of here. So it was rough, but the military life allowed me to adapt and overcome for, for my wife. It was a little bit more difficult, but for me, hell, I think this was the ninth time I up and left everything I've had and created new. So. What, so what, what is it usually that gets you to do that? Is there usually some driving force or is it something different every time or what? Uh, the universe. If, if I'm, if I'm just being, blatantly honest uh, my life has been nothing but a sailboat uh, i've always felt like i get put where i'm needed and i think ultimately that life path led me to my vacation and my my gift was was my wife and now i do everything i can to better the people around me better the community I'm in and, and just spread laughter. You know, I, I end every podcast with smile more. You never meet every life you save. And you don't know if that smile was towards somebody who felt invisible, who didn't right. know that anybody else recognized them. And, and that smile is something that they'll hold on to for maybe an hour, maybe a couple of days, but it stopped them from doing what they were about to do. So and that's have it's no idea. really all I can do. Yeah. Yeah. And you would have no idea. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, sometimes you just got to go like when when uh, when yeah. I left Portland, I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here, man. Like this place is going to fucking hell. Like I yeah. and like I I've done everything I can here. Uh, I've done everything I need to do here. There's nothing more I can do. Like I need to go. And then. Same with, uh, I, so before I lived where I am now, I was living yeah. in Salt Lake City. Uh, oh, and, wow. Yep. And I, I got to a point where I'm just like, all right, well, it's time to go. Like, like yeah. at least it worked out okay. Like, both kind of like, okay, we, we need to go. Um, yeah. It but, lets me know that I, that I did, that I made the right choice. It, it, isn't, yeah. it isn't always what I thought it was going to be. And most of the time, it's always what I need. But being able to look back and go, yeah, that, that was the right choice. You know, even, yeah. if, even if it was the wrong choice, I'm still in a great spot to look back and learn how to not make the same mistake the same way twice. Yeah. So I make mistakes all the time. I've, Me too. I, I, I cook a medium yeah. rare and eat that shit for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot, a lot of fuck ups, man. And yeah, they're, but they're good. They're you need to have fuck ups. Absolutely, yeah. Evolve, and um, so I have a, a buddy who who does some shows to uh, some podcasts, and he was in the military as well. And first thing he did when he got out, 
was to grow a beard and it was yeah. that something like how long did it take for you once you got out before you decided you're going to grow a beard okay so i've been out since december 10th 2010 and i think i've not had a beard for three days okay um yeah uh the two times specific i messed up shaving trying to create yeah. something cool on a random ass um a cannabis adventure probably uh never turns out fine but unlike right. the hair on the top of my head gravity does wonders for this 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 right here i think i've been i've been growing this specifically for a year oh so, okay there yeah you go. Well, this time this time last year my wife looked at me and said i'll throw them away if you do it again and i said all right that's all i need to know yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah in the beginning I, I always made the joke and i don't know if i was making a joke out loud or if it was my subconscious screaming for help but i always said yeah i cover a beard to to i grow a beard to cover the scars on my face so it's probably yeah. just a you know in the military you're told a whole bunch of things and you just do it there's no questions it doesn't matter you you don't question it because they're not killing you so just do it right, right. and uh so when you get out you're, you're like you know what i ain't doing it no more so what prompted you to get in at the first place i mean you said you're 35. yeah yeah so, so i was you... i was 13 years old i was in miss miller's english class second row first seat closest to the chalkboard is not that because i was a good student i was i was uh i was actually a bastard i was a I was a class clown, but 9-11 occurred. I was moment. gonna say, yeah, that, that's, that yep. lines up with 9-11 there. So yeah, I watched I watched the second tower get hit by the plane. I watched both towers fall. And that day I sent a letter to the Navy, the, an email to the Navy. I was what day? I was 13. So when I was 16, I sent a letter to the Navy. They told me to get back with them when I was 18. So I sent a letter to the army and they put me in the future soldier program. And my brother-in-law who was joining active, got me in touch with his recruiter, Sergeant Olson. Great dude, fantastic guy. Um, and I walked in and I told the recruiter, looked him dead in the eyes. I said, I remember 9-11 and I'm going to end up in jail one way or another. So I'd rather get mine and not end up in jail. And he goes, well, the infantry sounds like the place for you. And I said, you're damn right. So I, I joined the infantry. Uh, I went over to Iraq. Um, I served OIF and OEF, uh, which is Operation um, or uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom, and then that switched into Operation Enduring Freedom. It was with the uh, first and the twenty fifth Bravo Company, uh, three two one Wainwright, Fort Wainwright, Alaska. Oh, so more brother boars. Yeah, and so what? uh what prompted you not to go um further career, my career in the military yeah, with I, it yeah i i'm actually i'm medically retired now uh, a slew of small injuries and major uh ptsd so um right now uh, after a after a 10-year mental battle with ptsd uh i with many other blessings um i was I was able to find a path through talking and uh, medical marijuana or cannabis, however everybody wants to say it. 
Um, I've been able to stay off of, of pills out of the psych ward. I've been I've been much more polite to myself. There's been many dark moments. Um, my dogs specifically were were the ones that got me through those and by the grace of the universe and the gift of whatever deity anybody worships to, uh, I'm still here today and I consider that a blessing. So I try to create those blessings as I move forward. Uh, have you looked into hypnosis? Not to... Uh... No, no, that's fine. I, I, so Rachel's I mean... actually brought this up a couple of times also. I, 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 was, I was specifically looking into ayahuasca also um, but, but both of those both of those journeys yeah have been yeah have been on my deep dive list yeah uh if you ever want like uh, the one thing i don't charge for is ptsd um because yeah. i can in an hour and a half i can work through yeah. a, a bunch of shit that's uh and i like i can't fucking charge for that like it's yeah it's powerful what? but then ayahuasca the same yeah. thing like just um so I was talking with one of my co-hosts and we were talking about um, quote unquote bad trips of, yeah. you know, some sort of what, whatever you're doing. And I was like, yeah, man, I've never really had had a bad trip. I always make sure that I'm in a place, you know, where I, I can make sure it's going to be a good trip. But then he said to me something, and I remember this very well. Like he said, yeah. you know, like a bad trip isn't a bad thing like that's yeah. you being in your best place to be able to work through something like the, the best environment to be able to work through something and be able to you know come out on the other side with a new right outlook on it and um, yeah, yeah in I mean, that situation you you would have all of the best tools possible to push through that yeah yeah right that's a much different way to think about that yeah yeah it, yeah. it opens a whole new door for me so yeah. absolutely yeah so yeah if that's ever something you're, you're considering either way um and i've had podcasts where yeah. i talked to other people about uh ayahuasca and you know what what it's done for them there's a guy in because and so in oregon now every drug is pretty much legal legal um, yeah and yeah. so yeah like he's got a guy there who so he's able to like lead ayahuasca retreats retreats in yeah, oregon yeah, yeah retreats or whatever whatever you would call it but um yeah but yeah he's doing that now and um he i mean he's done it i guess yeah he had some sort of head injury and he said he fell off a bike and um yeah, yeah just been able to to work through that no he was skiing he was skiing up in the mountain and he, yeah he had a crash and, yeah um yeah i've heard so many i mean honestly what scares me the most is how many real-time stories i've heard of success and i'm not sure why that scares me it's something i'm trying to work out on the inside because i, I mean it might just be this sweet media thing we've grown up with where when at this point, when you hear somebody talking about something so successful, you're like, there's, there's, there's no way you're just trying to get my money. But right. I mean, yeah, from the sounds of it, this is the absolute real deal. And yeah, I'm like I said, I'll do it for free. The, I was I'll just going to say, yeah, no, we'll look at, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely further this yeah. uh, hypnosis conversation later on. Yeah, I want to yeah. do a little bit of research on it. I, I would love to to see what happens. Yeah, I don't want to take your money, but like, even if it's yeah. 
even if it's someone that's not me, um, definitely look into it. Like I, I'd rather oh, have yeah. you look into it. Like if like I tell people, like there's a lot of people who yeah. don't like me, and like if if you don't like me, I don't oh, want to, you yeah. know, you know, oh, discourage man. you there's, from looking at into. There's hypnosis. a screen in between you and I, but as of right now, I can't. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> yeah, no, and then that's the cool thing. Many people's poisons, also. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and it's a, that's the yeah. cool thing too is you can do it like through I can do it on the telephone I can do it on zoom so I mean like people can be they don't have to come into like I haven't had an office since I moved from Portland and yeah. it's fucking awesome like you don't have to come in, you <laughs> no. can be you can hang out there in the gazebo all day or you know you can hang out yeah. in bed or whatever and um but then so you're also talking about how you got uh medical uh marijuana medical cannabis whatever you want to call yeah. it um yeah turned your life around. same thing with me man like it's yeah. i i can't say enough good about it um and i mean like yeah i, I was at a point i couldn't I, don't know, I, I could barely walk i could barely stand i could barely sit for you know i couldn't i couldn't drive if i had to drive from my house to uh, over to the Mayo Clinic, which was like a 50 minute drive. Yeah. That would be too much. Like I could do about 30, 35 minutes and be okay. But anything more than that, I'm, I'm toast. And then uh, I took a trip out to Cincinnati before I moved and met up with a couple guys and they're yeah. like, uh, I stopped, I stopped in Illinois and got them some uh some weed because i knew that they smoked and like i, I bought them a couple of joints and i think like yeah. maybe an, an eighth or something and then i got brought it to them they're like oh dude we don't we only fucking you know rip the fucking vape then i'm like okay well i'll fucking <laughs> i guess find use for this somewhere else and then yeah. um but eventually so they're 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 ripping it and then eventually they're like you want to i'm like because yeah. i it had been like seven years or something since i had uh, you know, smoked at, at all, and man, I one one hit and like it fucking all Changed of a sudden, dude. Like, yeah, I like my back. Like, my back's okay, my knees okay. Like, not yeah. okay, but like, it fucking just loosened everything up enough that I could start yeah. moving. And man, it's it's amazing. Like, I I won't. I'm happy that. It's expensive as it fucking is right now for a lot of places. Yeah. Well, um, good news for good news for veterans. It's it's be it's starting to be recognized here. I'm thinking here in the next decade. So if you can yeah. stay alive that long, veterans, in the next decade, the VA will be paying for our meds. So. <laughs> I I hope so, especially yeah, fucking with yeah, medical marijuana just being able to yeah, yeah. have well, that paid you know, for. It was scary for me in the very beginning. The very first time I smoked weed was, I mean, sorry about this, Sergeant Olson, but the very first time I smoked weed was on the way to the recruiter's office for the very first time. Did they have I, to test I, you I then? A, yeah, I took a piss test that day and passed it. I, it's, it was like one of these, the universe or, knew this. I, I was Did you pass it? Also. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe they just were like, hey, you passed it. You're no, good. I, no, because I they sent me right down to Milwaukee the next day for maps. So, and then, then I took the piss test at maps. I passed the piss test at maps. Yeah. Cause I had to be a waiver. 
I did some shit growing up. I, I learned how to be an adult the hard way. And um, so for me what? to join the military, I had to be a waiver. And what that regards is um, I have to write an essay to a, a, the general of recruiting and letting him know why they should let me in the military. And then if that essay was good enough, I had to meet the general also. So I remember at 17 years old going into the general of recruiting in the in the upper Midwest. It was this big ass building in Milwaukee and he was a Hawaiian fella. And I remember looking around his office at all the places he's been and just thinking to myself, God, I want this so bad. And I don't remember anything after that until for the first time in my life, the gentleman on the other side of the table, this general stood up and reached out for my hand and said, Mr. Sires, you're the exact type of person the army needs. And he signed my waiver and, and I was able to join the military. And I'm, I'm thank, thankful for that too. To whoever did, he's you guys out there listen to, you know, not to point anybody out, but uh, right. it's awesome. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so. You were in for like five, six years then, something like that? Yeah, yeah. I, I did a total of um, between active and inactive, a total of eight years. I was medically retired in 2011. And, and that journey was scary too, because as I was stating before, you know, I, the first time I smoked marijuana was going into the recruiters. And then I was in the military and did absolutely nothing. And then the next time I smoked marijuana was the first time I got out the plane. And I'll never forget. It was so funny. We were having such a good time that we we were about two hours away from my house, but it took us almost seven hours to get home, which is in the UP and we just couldn't figure it out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> taking all the back roads, it was it was a lot of fun. But the only thing I knew when I was going and talking to all my therapists at this point, because I talked to six different Vietnam era PTSD therapists. And the only thing I knew was how bad people's lives were if they got put on the pill train. And I, and I told every single doctor the truth, the honest to God truth. I said, I get angry. I can't eat. I can't sleep. But when I smoke cannabis, I'm no longer angry. I can move through my day. I can eat. I can sleep. I can be normal. I said, why would I give that up to try six, seven different pills to try and get me the same way? It, and every single one of them try said to. just... Yeah, no, no, yeah, not, not even, not even, them, yeah. They all looked at me and said, Well, if it's working for you, keep doing it. And if yeah. you need help afterwards, come see us. That's and awesome. This, this led to the United States government putting on my disability paperwork PTSD forward slash forward slash use of marijuana. My VA rep about lost his shit. He goes, dude, I've never seen this in my life. This is a federal medical marijuana card. What'd you do? And I said, I fucking told the truth, man. I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So I, you know, I spread the word to all the other veterans out there. Don't be afraid cool. of what you don't know. Listen to what you know, and then listen to yourself and go in there and tell the fucking truth. It works. So I need to put you in touch afterwards with uh, with this other guy. Uh, yeah, who, this other podcast, this guy, saying kind of a similar similar outlook. Um, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you'd be a, you'd be a good fit for for his show. Um, awesome, and awesome. yeah, 
so so then you you get out and you know but you said 2011 2010 yeah 2010 well, I was out in 2010 and medically retired by 2011 so what would you do in the time that you were out in medic or in oh god dude that's a journey in its own sense so i've, I've managed an arby's at a local shop when i first like when i first first got out so i have um, a question there about that yeah so when i was living in in austin minnesota there was an arby's there yeah. and every every day because there was a lot of people that were from where was it it was somewhere in africa and then um and then somewhere in mexico and i don't yeah. remember either one right now but there because they all were working at the you know the place that makes spam and shit yeah. but every day man <laughs> like there there was a fucking line in the drive through like all hours of <laughs> day and like every other place i yeah. see arby's there was nothing but it, it seemed like everybody who was you know, an immigrant of that sort was yeah. at the Arby's. Was it something like that up there in the UP? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Um, what was it? Two thousand nine, I think. Google had had rated the UP as the most racist spot in the country. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, All right. Yeah, that's the only reason I'm laughing. The moment you said it, I was like. No, 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 not up there. No, no, no. They're wonderful people up there. Listen, and I don't want to talk about them like they're fucking cavemen, right? They have grown so much since 2009. I promise you. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The UK well, is a different like spot, that. man. I mean, it's 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 an environment thing, right? Like, yeah. The, Going into the army from the UP was a massive culture shock, and I love it. And the people I consider family—I mean, I, I love my blood family. I mean, the people I consider family right now—we could fill an entire fucking Skittles bag. There are that many different colors of us, but um, we all he believe the cool. same. Yeah, I, it's a I want, gorgeous little place. I forgot what the place was called. It's right across from Thunder Bay, um, and it's a something point, maybe maybe like Eagle Point, Eagles Point, or something. But it's sort yeah. of on like the western See, part the... of the VUP. Okay. Maybe a little further right. inland, but uh, I don't know. But out out there yeah. somewhere. Uh, the UP the UP is an absolute gorgeous place to visit any time through late spring and <laughs> late fall. I, I mean, right? like from late spring to late fall, the UP is gorgeous. Camping yeah. tourism up there is wonderful. The bugs will. The, blood, the bugs aren't like fly you away to a different location like they do in Alaska, but th they can't kill you if you leave your and door open. They'll suck all your blood out of you. But uh, yeah, it's just a gorgeous little spot up there, man. Yeah, like uh, like Minnesota. Yeah, the, the state bird is a mosquito. <laughs> mosquito, yeah. 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 There are some big yeah. ass mosquitoes up in Alaska, man. I tell you what. Wow. Yeah. And the oh, crows and then, up there looked like eagles. They were just massive. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I heard that people moved to Alaska from that area around there because they yeah. want warmer weather. Um, yeah. 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 And yeah. I, I mean, I've Alaska never seen it. warm, man. I, when I was up there from 
07 to 2010, right? Like in the summertime, it would get 86 to 92. I mean, it, it was gorgeous. And yeah. that 24 hour of sunlight, you don't realize how much you could do with 24 hours. Like, I wish it was what, like that more. <laughs> what was that like? It wasn't bad for me, honestly. And the nighttime wasn't bad. I, I was a huge gamer growing up. So I, there was no 24-hour clock for me anyways. I mean, World of Warcraft was my okay, destiny. Okay, you were a WoW I mean, guy, all right. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that I even stopped World of Warcraft for was to go to school because my mom wouldn't stop yelling about it. But hell, even in basic training, I snuck out of barracks just to go onto a World of Warcraft server in the middle of the downtown Connex in Georgia to say hello to everybody I missed. Didn't write a letter home. I snuck out and said, hey, guildies, I'm World of Warcraft. <laughs> they were missing you, man, out there in, yeah. in the, the wild yeah. world. What the and, hell are you doing, man? Don't worry about me. I'm surviving. <laughs> yeah. You'll see me again in a few years, yeah. you know. We, Did yeah, you we ever get Xbox back into over. it? I tried to here and there. I, I got into ESO a lot. I tried to do Diablo 4 recently. I guess the last, my last hope is Final Fantasy XIV as it comes to the Xbox next spring. So I yeah. play some World of Tanks now to get the, to move the day along, keep my mind busy. Yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of oh, yeah, nice. I, I'm 11 months away from my public administration degree. I kept oh, getting yelled at about this free college. So yeah, and I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to finish Lawrence Law School or I get my law degree just down the road. I just don't know if I want to be in school for two more years. So, so with schooling, though, let, let me ask you this. Where? Yeah. So I have a sister-in-law who's a college professor. And yeah. she had some exam. And, uh, you, you know, you can, like, run the filter to see who uses chat gpt and shit and like oh really like okay yeah and so nice cool yeah I'll so try. she's like well if if anybody is you know i'm gonna let everyone have a second chance if you if i still catch you you know using chat gpt you can uh, you're gonna get an automatic zero but if you want to yeah. go and change it right now you have the chance you can turn something back in and you won't be penalized but then still like I think 75% of the people still were just using like just not zeros it. on the thing. And I mean, so, but there, there are, you know, AI detection tools yeah. you can use to get around the chat GPT. So, I mean, with something like that, I mean, how much, I mean, like I, I keep thinking about if like I was in school, like I'd have my schoolwork yeah. done, especially if it was some online or something. Online like stuff. So shit down so fast. <laughs> So I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Okay. Joining the military at 17 and then living life, learning from 17 to 30. Yeah. I think I've opened my books three or four times in three years. As I've gone through life and I know what the hell I want to do now, I'm in college relearning what I was doing for those 10 fucking years right so a lot yeah. of it is just me filling shit out and 
<laughs> I think the hardest thing in college for me is to keep it within the minimum or maximum amount of words that these people want. I get more points taken off because you want 1,500 words, I'll give you 19. I can't tell you what you want in 15. I got to tell you at 19. Right. right. So like that's Shit. my problem. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad so, problem to have. No, it's been really, really effing easy. Okay. And now the other kicker too, right? And, and this is the thing that I try to tell people often. What's the difference between your book and Bing? The hell's the uh, difference between your book and Bing? Because Bing's given me the answer from your book. Right. What's, what's yeah. the difference? I, I, and guess what? I'm learning it. I've learned yep, exactly. As, as long I, you as you're learning it. The concept videos and, the, and everything you're making me do that you can force me to not be able to utilize anything else. Right. And so, I, I'm with you on that part. And I mean, yeah. I besides, mean, ultimately, I know nobody wants to hear this, but D's get degrees, people. D's get yeah. degrees. And all the hell you need is that little piece of paper at the end of the day to go from 35K to 95K. Yeah, I, that's that's what my uh, middle school, high school and college, <laughs> all of them I had to fight to get a 2.0 to be yeah. able to uh, to be able to graduate if i mean yeah. like I'll, I'll, yeah like all of them i was sitting at like 1.9 something and it's just like well <laughs> but you know what i still got yeah. the, those, I gave uh, it the those, old college papers yeah. yeah and what what you gonna yeah. do and um i mean have i used any of it no but uh i i guess yeah. i have it have if it. I had that piece of paper, I could be working at a Domino's right down the road. I could be a manager at this Domino's right down the road, making 90K a year, 90K yeah. a year to manage a fucking Domino's. And I'm pretty sure they do the same thing Dunkin' Donuts does. And eventually they just give you your own Domino's to own. And now you got to try and fill that with people you don't trust. So hell yeah, let's do right. this. Have you worked <laughs> at Domino's before? Never. No, okay. no, but I, I, did, I, did. I went from... I went from Arby's to Arby's oh, yeah. and a BP. And then I went from, yeah, we did. <laughs> and then uh, from there, I I actually worked on the road for Server Pro Painters. And let me okay. tell you, man, that was a fucking journey. I met some of the weirdest people and some of the coolest people. I met some of the just, there was these, these families that would cook us these home-cooked meals, right? Because so... Serta Pro, uh, Marvin Windows. Have you heard of Marvin Windows? Uh-uh. There's a few people out there who have. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, they're this weird, weird, really. It's understandable. Most of the houses we worked on were like 80 to 140 windows. Right? So Holy like these shit. are. The... Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had a bonding wow. agent and their paint fail from like 2003 to 2007. Is and it, inside. Uh, Midwestern company or something yeah yeah yep yep okay it that's something else the midwest has fucking amazing local commercials like every <laughs> there are so many yeah. of those jingles that are just stuck in my head that i i can't read why shop anywhere else i was just telling yeah. my wife i'm like babe i feel like i've been listening to this jingle my whole fucking life <laughs> yeah or or the the menards one uh yeah, the, yeah. I'd, I'd have that one or the, yeah. the shriners commercial that would come on with the, the yeah. two kids and, yeah. and it's just oh yeah i great. yell at my dogs all the time 
you want to go live like the Sarah McLaughlin dogs? <laughs> right. Yeah. They, they just don't look at was, me with those eyes. <laughs> it's always so good. I'm like, all right, they're they're in there. They're doing something right. So then you were working with this the painting company. Yeah, or yeah. That, so window, so Marvin Windows had that bonding agent fail, and you as a homeowner, this was like you had a year to make this decision. So the paint was falling off your windows due to weathering the bonding agent. So you had two options. You could have all new windows, but pay for the install, or you could have a crew like ours come to your house and we'll rip all your windows out. We'll, we'll scrape all the fiberglass and then we'll repaint your windows and we'll repaint your frames. We won't fuck up your house. And if you do call these guys that they're the insurance, they'll come and fix it. But so that's just what we did. And that took me all over the East coast, upper East, Man, I mean, I was in four states in 12 hours at one point. Doesn't take long just to get because anywhere that, over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because yeah. of how the United States is, that cool little mark. Yeah, yeah, I was in Virginia. We were working on the ocean. Actually, I ended up working on the dude who helped bring the tank brigade to Fort Hood, that general. I ended up oh, working shit. on his house on the ocean in Virginia. And I tell you, man, it was 101 degrees. There was no clouds, and it all of a sudden started to downpour for thirty minutes, and we're out there painting, right? Oh. So now we we had to wait for it all to dry, scrape, rescrape it all, reheat it up, scrape it, redo. We were at this dude's house for a minute. We were super cool. He comes running, he comes walking out, just laughing. He goes, "Yeah, welcome to the ocean." That's fucked up, man. Yeah, got to have some cool ass stories. Yeah, yeah. Dude in West Virginia, he was fucked up, man. That guy was fucked up. On the bottom of the piece of paper, it was like no illegals, and we were literally the well at a window or clean. painting company. Yeah, yeah. Good, no, not a good chance of that happening. No, no, we were we were the only one in the country that was like, and that's because we came from the UP. And the other guy oh, okay. we had with us, he got lost in Boston. And we thought he was dead. We we, I mean, we he ended up hopping on a train, getting on a bus, and going home. He couldn't handle it. But we thought he was it, dead for twenty four hours. That was fucking nuts. Fucking had a wicked but, uh, time out there, and uh... yeah, dude, it's just crazy. Yeah, that dude met us at the bottom of the hill with a shotgun and an orange vest and a dog. It's like I'm just here to oh, check shit. your van, and we're like, yeah, dude, we're just here to do this shit. Get the fuck up. We're yeah. sorry you bought their window. <laughs> yeah, then there was a guy in there was a guy in uh, Hull, Massachusetts, where by the end of the day or by the end of the week there. He was calling me his brother way too much. And and I'm talking, uh -oh. this dude was straight KKK, I promise you. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell I said or how right. I said it, but I don't know if I should accept this Samuel Adams and the $50 Dunkin' Donuts gift card, but I'm going to because I'll never be back in Hall, Massachusetts again. So I don't yeah. know what happened there, but that, 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 sounds that like Hall, Massachusetts was a fun place. Where is that in Massachusetts? What what part of the state is that? Hull, Massachusetts was like in on the GPS, it's somewhere in the ocean. So okay. we had to All go right. by a yeah, we went by this sweet little blue crab sub shop. And every morning they caught the blue crab and at lunch we'd run down there and get some blue crab. Oh my god, man. That was like fucking red lobster. I know you're trying. I get it, but there, I don't see very many shrimp or lobster coming out of Lake Winnebago. Like right. I was there in Hull, Massachusetts. So, and it just doesn't taste the same. Yeah. So I, last October, um, we got 
uh, out brought out here to um, look for a place to live for uh, this new job. And so yeah. I had some couple of buddies that were driving across the country and we met them in uh, in Mystic, Connecticut. And yeah. uh, I got to fuck in. Like, I would not eat seafood. Like, it wasn't my thing at all. And then I came out yeah. here, I had a lobster roll. And I was like, what the fuck? This is <laughs> awesome. <man."> like, <laughs> dude, I've just been <laughs> off to the races, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, and I went out to Boston, had like the best sushi I've had, man. Yeah. Like, shit is fucking good out yeah. here. So like. There's there's a little yeah. steakhouse here in Appleton called uh, George's. George's yeah. Steakhouse. And man, Shout they've out. got a fantastic lobster tail. I take the wife there for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And yeah, yeah it's one of them little spots that's open from four to nine. And if yeah. you get there at eight fifty, like you're you're just the last person, right? They only do dinner. Oh my god, just massive. And it was as fresh as it could be here in Wisconsin. So it is crazy. So lobster, uh, maybe like I don't know how long ago it was. I think maybe even like maybe 50 years ago, maybe a little longer, but that used to be like in Maine and New Hampshire and Massachusetts. It was, yeah. it was the prison food. It was the oh, food that food prisoners. Dude, and that's like, crazy that you bring that up. Our next podcast episode is a deep dive into the 10 best and 10 worst prisons. Is this well, public administration bullshit's got me looking up CGS crap or CJS crap but yeah keep going sorry no <laughs> no it's yeah like that, that was what they used to be fed and then all of a sudden i mean it got jacked up in price as one of those things like it, yeah. it couldn't get get rid of them you know uh so it's like okay we'll give them to prisoners but yeah, yeah. I and mean, i was just doing a thing too on prisons about how um like how every major like rap rap label yeah. uh the the owner or CEO is attached to a, a private prison. Um, really? Yeah. So yeah, Michael Jordan owns a couple of private prisons too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then yeah. And it's like, okay, well, yeah. yeah, yeah they, well, you know, you know. Just, yeah. You know, it's like, okay, so, it starts, starts to make a little sense, yeah. like why why it was the way it is, you know. It's got to be a twenty five foot limo. I don't mean I, I can't even show yeah. you because it's across the lake. But man, I this place Just, is nuts. Uh, Manistique, yeah. Michigan had fifteen. 1500 people right that's where that's where i lived for about seven years where manistique michigan oh not manistee no it's, no not no it's the, with the at the end not the e oh could the one with the e is over on the the over here yeah yeah it's I, over on the mid yeah yeah oh yeah that, that's right <laughs> i guess yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, if we, uh there's the up right so yeah uh, backwards snapchat filter yeah i used to live right about here okay all right <laughs> yeah I, it's yeah. uh so yeah it's it's cool man i, I liked it over there yeah. like i was yeah close to i almost bought a place there too man up in, in manistee yeah. there there yeah. was uh it was an old building and i forgot what it was it uh what it used to be but it was pretty dilapidated yeah. at the point yeah um and they were what was it it was pretty big but i think they were asking was fifth i think maybe sixty thousand bucks for it and yeah, the, for that a, price you probably got a you're probably looking at an old middle school <laughs> yeah yeah and i offered them 30 and then they called back and they're like yeah. okay you can have it or I, you know whatever 50 percent of it was and they like, and yeah. like oh shit 
maybe I shouldn't do yeah. this. Like, yeah, no, uh, no, might that's be... the UP. My storage yeah. shed empire is going to start in the UP because you could buy an acre of land up for an average of like $5,862. Holy shit. Yeah, Dude, so yeah, if you those... Google the average acre price of Michigan, you're going to get between seven and eleven thousand dollars, right? Yeah, but that's because the lower peninsula is trolls, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. get che- you get cheap land right up there. Yeah, and then you could, you know, you know, there's things you could do with trees up there too to make it even cheaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's not not yeah. a bad deal up there. No. Up there, and then um, in upstate New York too, it's kind of the same thing right now going yeah. on with that. Um, except yeah. for New York has fucking crazy taxes. Even up there, I mean, they're, they're state taxes, but yeah. they're they're ridiculous. Um, uh, yeah, well, it's yeah. you know, and and I feel for New York City. You know, Michigan is the same way. The UP has like three hundred fifty thousand residents, right? Yeah. Well, Wayne County has two times that. So, like, no matter what Wayne County votes, which is the county that Detroit sits in, so right. no matter what Wayne County votes, the UP is so if like a wolf hunt right? Because wolves are bad in the UP. They really are, right? So it always gets put to the state to allow uh, for a wolf hunt. Well, yeah. every resident in the UP who's lost their dog, cattle, babies, I'm sure there's a story out there about a baby. I don't quote right. me on that. I'm just saying, right? But like, yeah, we want a wolf hunt, 350,000. Well, then yeah. PETA will run some goddamn ad in Wayne County making us look uh, like we're walking around and wolf baby moccasins right and wayne county will go to the polls and vote no and it doesn't matter the rest of the state doesn't even care at that point like yeah and wayne county and, and whatever county lansing's in whatever they vote the whole state goes that it doesn't matter you you literally got to pull every fucking resident out the house for a vote to cancel yeah. wayne county and lansing yeah same with oregon i mean yeah. same thing with they got they have portland and uh maybe eugene yeah. where university of oregon is but everything else is the exact opposite and so like they're talking about i think it's been brought to the the senate right now that they're trying to um secede part of oregon to idaho and make it like like basically halfway down the state make all that part of idaho fucking university of phoenix is being bought out by the university of idaho what the hell is idaho up to what are they doing uh, well, all the Californians there, moved there. All the Californians that first uh, off they they moved to Oregon, and then yeah. they moved to Washington, and then they moved to uh, Colorado, and then they moved to Utah, and now they're doing uh, Idaho, Wyoming, and Montana. And Dude, so, yeah. can we be real for a second? In Texas, you, I gotta ask you a question. Yeah, I've never had a conversation in my life about Idaho other than potatoes. What what the hell comes from Idaho, dude? Fucking I eyes great, uh, dude. It's um, it's a cool fucking place. There's like, I'm gonna have to look it up. Yeah, I'm yeah, look dude. It up. Uh, I, I, it looks weird, right? Yeah, because I mean, yeah. So like up up top in the the Panhandle part, um, yeah, is way different than down down south. Like the high desert down south is fucking way cool, and then up top. It's it's yeah. a lot like the UP, like up in the Panhandle is a lot like uh, huh. the UP. Um, man, I gotta but, do I gotta do some Bing searching on that. Yeah, man. dude, Idaho's fucking great. I like I, I love the high desert. The high desert is 
Yeah. Uh, fucking cool. But yeah, um, yeah. we're taking a up... massive RV trip next August. There's like six of Where us who are getting RVs. We're going from Hastings, Minnesota to, to Yellowstone. Oh, right. And there's a oh. couple of spots in between the, the Black Hills. There's some place like that. And then Mount Rushmore. So we're going to do this big, big ass 12 day loop. Dude, Wyoming's fucking great. Wyoming, like that's another one like you or Iowa. Like, why, yeah. why the fuck would I ever go there? But dude, it's fucking yeah. beautiful. Um, man like yeah that area out there like is pretty fucking cool like if you if you don't like you know if if being away from a city is something that is cool or beautiful to you then it's a good place to be if you need me by a city it's not you know it's like oh no the fact that the fact that i can order something from walmart at like 4 a.m and that shit's at my door at 9 a.m yeah hell yeah i don't know if i'm ever giving this shit up again yeah i'm telling you it's pretty wild, man. That, that that's yeah. stuff that can happen. Are they doing it with drones yet over there? Oh, I can't wait. They, they, you know, I don't. I can't wait. They they started doing that in Salt Lake City right before I left. They were doing it yeah. with uh, with Walmart and with um, the local uh, hospital, um, and like hospital yeah. mixed with okay. Walgreens. Yeah. And so they'd be yeah, able to like, do, do drones. They just pass the things. We do have a massive children's hospital here. I, I live a few blocks away from it. And uh, they just put in another another trauma helipad. Oh, so shit. It's, yeah, it's kind of bitter, like watching the helicopters go. Come in. It was real bad like, when oh, I first shit. got here. Yeah, when I first got here, I was like, oh, sweet. And then I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, what are they going to do? Like. Yeah. Well, whenever they leave they're picking up and whenever they're coming back they're bringing two you know yeah. so it's like yeah. many prayers you know that, fuck at right. one point i'm like dude i want to go be a pilot because i want to do that like that's something that i want to do i just i don't know man maybe in my 50s i'll figure it out in my 50s i can yeah. you could be a pilot in your 50s right yeah absolutely man right. like yeah. there's that's a lot of people thinking. who get like in their late 20s and they say they're too old to fucking change their ways um you know like nope yeah not at all man not you know you know it sent me on this law school journey bro i swear to fucking god i youtubed shit my lawyer said and five minutes into that video i went if these motherfuckers can be a lawyer anyone can be a lawyer and i signed up for school the next day and i'm 11 months away all you gotta do all you gotta do if you don't think you could do something go google or bing anyone else doing it and the first videos you you see are people failing at it and watch it if they fail worse than you think you were gonna fail go out and do that shit it'll be fun it'll be a blast youtube is a fucking like i i say i went to youtube university and i've got many degrees from there man like it's it's, i mean uh, i don't want my doctor coming from youtube university but goddamn the dude fixing the ai doctor is about to be from youtube university so very very soon yeah you know that's the joke i'm like i'm like doctors become robots right all right so you don't go to school to be a doctor anymore you go to school to fix the robot right well then you're in there fixing the broken robot the family's like yo what's up and you look at him you're like listen i'm not a doctor i just i'm here to fix the doctor and then you leave the room and they're stuck with this robot and robot's like can i help you (laughs) yeah well okay robot (laughs) all right well let's do this again yeah you know, you know how many times I get transferred on a phone and I have to retell my story to a human? 
You think that computer is going to remember shit when it's reset? Right. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Ask hopefully. Siri to spell something for you. How, yeah. How's your autocorrect working? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's the one thing that they, well, I don't know why that hasn't improved. The, uh, the autocorrect <laughs> or the, the fucking speech to text still is a piece of shit. It's still a piece what? of shit. For my phone to spell out the word F A C T S, I have to say it took me two years to figure this out. Facts, facts. If you say facts, it will spell out F A C T S. But if you say facts, it'll spell out F A X. What's Shit. up? Fuck, like, yeah, man? like how? Who else talking about a fax machine uh, in fucking twenty twenty three? AI is going to take over the world and their first response to us is going to be auto-corrected with a sorry, let me replace it with what I meant to right. say. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Fucking hope yeah, so. Robots are going to take over the world. They can't spell one sentence. Yeah, ain't happening yet. You can't take over the world. That fucking thing's smarter than you, right? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> ain't too so, bad yeah, yet, yeah, man. Yeah. Nope. No, Hollywood, so people, hasn't, Hollywood hasn't hit me. Well, yeah, so, man, there's there's a lot, like, uh, so I've been watching this stuff uh, with that, with, speaking of Hollywood. So there's, yeah. uh, so do you watch South Park at all, or? I have, yes. Nothing? Yeah, I grew up on it, actually. Okay. I haven't caught so, many episodes lately, but. Uh, uh, well, okay, so one of the last ones they did was about ChatGPT, and yeah. uh, I pretty sure their episode was written by chat gpt and they just they went with it because everything was a little off and um but yeah it was it was good man uh, but then so now there's this thing that they have it's called fuck I forget what it's called there's a video I, I was watching and it's basically like a uh thing set up where you go and you type in a few like what what characters you want from south park what the the scene is and what's going to happen like a general outline and yeah puts it together and like makes makes an episode and it's like 85 percent like there of like everything looking right everything sounding right and yeah. the, the stuff being interesting um so man it and this was within like 10 days ago and same with like the ai music you got fucking Cartman singing shit that sounds fucking perfect <laughs> now which is odd and like a month ago it wasn't but now like you get something that was within the last six seven days man it's on yeah. it's fucking good it's and on. so it's not taking very long for the shit to no to here's my and... here's here's my biggest fear with the use of, of those ais sure if you use the AI to move forward, but you're not retaining any of that information, you're, you, you then become reliant on the AI, such as, you know, I used to make the joke, why would I want to know this math? I'm going to have a calculator in my pocket. Well, now I'm pissed. I got to pull the calculator out of my pocket and figure it out. It'd be so much faster if I just did it in my own fucking mind. Right. Right. That's so a, a little point. retrain moment. So I'm, yeah. I'm getting back to it. Right. Well, so I've always looked at the situation and my career, either public administration or law, if I use chat GPT and then I find myself in a situation where someone's like, yeah, bro, you blah, 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 this paper, blah, blah, blah. I'm 
what the hell am I going to do then, right? Like, am I going to have to go read my own paper to learn what I fucking taught myself? Like, right. or, or if this is the same scenario where I actually put hand to pen on that bitch and I actually did it, I don't got to go back. Do you want yeah. word for word? You have word for word on that paper, but what you're looking for is my opinion now in the future. That's more comfortable for me to give. I never want to be in a situation where I'm like, uh, fucking Chad GPT it, bro. I don't know. Right. <laughs> and like, even like trying to figure out something like if you're in a group of friends and you're like, oh man, what was that song back in, you know, 2000 where, uh, and who was it? Like, ah, uh, well, I hear yeah. some of the lyrics and then it's like, oh, I can just Google it. But then like you lose that whole thing of everyone trying to figure it yeah. out and uh, you just like, yeah. oh, I got this fucking thing here. I guess yeah. do that. It does get to a point. It does get to a point with my group of peeps that I got to look at them and go, y'all got a fucking phone, pull it out your pocket and start off. Stop arguing because yeah. none of you are listening to the right answer. Right. Yeah. You the know? answer is right It does here suck though. Yeah. Thing. It does suck. I mean, it's crazy that, 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 it, that in life today, that's become the deciding factor. Right. Right. Yeah. Listen, it's, it shows it right here. Well, where'd you get it from? Well, yeah. I got it from this source and that person. The hell does it matter? All right, the yeah. pen is blue. The goddamn right. pen is blue. The, the goddamn <laughs> pen is blue. <laughs> the, the pen that I hold in my hand is man, dude. Yeah. Um, so, if people want to have that royal blue pen, if they want to write you or find you, or if they want to use their phone and search for you, how are they yeah. going to do that? All right, so so the Twitter handle, um, either one, you could get at Boys in the Woods nine oh six. You've also got my personal Twitter handle um, at Prof P P R O F P E A twenty twenty. Is a I was trying to do a play on Podfessor Peacock in the beginning of my my pod podcasting days. I, I wanted to be called the Podfessor, but now it's just. It's just Charles now. <laughs> so then, of course, you can uh, you can find us on Facebook at Boys in the Woods 906. Um, and then anywhere you get your podcast from or YouTube, uh, just uh, Boys in the Woods. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, we're we're breaking up the charts and we, we just we just love it. Are you on Rumble? Gosh. I'm just the pretty face in that in that category. Patrick knows way more about all of our platforms. I I I want to say yes, but we'll we'll throw that to a maybe, and I'll, I'll make a post about it on Facebook. Yeah, it's like another YouTube, basically. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I know that we're we're just we're just breaking into the YouTube. We we kind of got onto it a little late, so so too. maybe not. It'll definitely yeah. be something we look into. Yes, one more. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Rumble. So you can always yeah. listen back to this maybe at some point. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Um, and then I'm also going to hook you up with, with my buddy, Sean, and uh, yeah, we'll get absolutely. you in touch. Um, yeah, man. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy we got to meet, man. And uh, yeah, if you ever uh, are in need of a guest and could use me for something, I'd be yeah. happy to. Oh, man. We keep if, in touch not, with all of our guests. Yeah, cool. yeah, and yeah. I, we would love to have you on, man. This has been a blast. Thank you so oh, much. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, all yeah. your listeners, for for sticking with us. Yeah, likewise, man. Yeah. Fucking made it easy for me. I didn't have to do shit. So th thank you. <laughs> awesome. You're welcome. And that You're wasn't welcome. like pulling teeth or anything, man. I, I've definitely had some <laughs> of those, man. 
Or they're just I know. Where I'm like, hey man, like, don't move oh, the boat. God. Don't move the boat. I'm just gonna go in for a quick swim and you bloop and you come up and the boat's fucking gone and you're like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, man, oh, I appreciate that. Much love. Twelve minutes. Yeah. Okay, fuck, man. All right. Let's wrap this up. So <laughs> So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Much love to you and your family and many blessings, man. I wish the best for you. Likewise, bud. All right. That was Charles, Chuck, whatever you want to call him. Uh, dude, I, I like talking with that guy. And so, yeah, check out his stuff. I'll put it in the description. And again, you guys, thanks for being here. Um, I don't know if I said this or not already, but um yeah thanks for listening here on the quantum global broadcast network qgbn i'm your host rusty diamond check out the other shows on the network when the gloves come off the thinking man's pro wrestling podcast this is it with lizzie and saved by the band the show is brought to you by fred ben savage's buck stoner eats productions hardcore entertainment hypnosis great and sock up.org call leave a message if you guys want i'll play it on the air 503-974-6420 you can leave a message and be like hey what up, Rusty? You can be like, I want to leave a message. Or you can be like, no, I don't want to leave a message and be like, Messages? Messages? We don't leave no stinking messages. But I do. 503-974-6420. And that is the show. Man. Boom. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Ernest! 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 <coughs> yes, Pee-wee. You brought the snacks, right?